We're going to have a lot more fun right now. Uh, we split the Bose Brewing Team into four teams. It's the reason why there's 13... <laughs> They're already melting off. Uh, it's the reason we have 13 different beers here for Oktoberfest, which may be a record. Seven brand new Bose beers. So uh, a big hand to this crew for making awesome freaking beer. We have an absolutely, this is the fullest I've ever seen the school of box. So uh, appreciate your patience. We're gonna roll out all the beers. There's four different beers that we made here. We're gonna roll them out as we go. Uh, those are your four beers for the hour. So drink as you will. I believe Bryce is trying to cheat and his Berliner Weiss has three different samples of one because he needs to overcompensate for that beer. <laughs> It's because um, I love you guys. I want to give you more beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, thanks for being here, guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I want to introduce our moderator we'll for this chaos, uh, uh, Mr. Cass Enright. Uh, let's give him a hand. For those of you who don't know Cass, who's a longtime uh, friend of Bose and a friend of the craft beer community uh, in Ontario, Cass is a passionate craft beer advocate and drinker, uh, underlined here. Uh, founding one of the first and most popular websites about craft beer in Ontario, The Bar Towel, with a lot of very opinionated people. Uh, he is the founder of the Golden Tap Awards, uh, Ontario's most democratic, democratic beer awards event, which thanks to all you, we do really well at, so thank you for that. Uh, which is in its 12th year, which is incredible. Uh, he is also the creator of the Brewery Market, which we see now here in Ottawa as well as Toronto. Uh, which is a craft beer and food series in, uh, and Brewer's Backyard in Toronto. Uh, I'll also do a, a quick introduction. Cast may go through this as well. Uh, we have Matt O'Hara here, our brewmaster at Bose. Yeah, he, he, de he deserves all of that. He's been there from day one. So, uh, don't get him laughing. Why aren't you up here, Kevin? We have the peanut gallery over here. Yeah, we left. also have, uh, I'll go through quickly so we don't run through too much time. We have Bryce, we have Brian, we have Matt, we have Dave L, we have Kevin, peanut gallery, and I'm going to join in the session too because I cleaned a lot of stuff from Matt with our beer. So uh, enjoy it. Uh, Cass, uh, take it away. Okay. Hi, everybody. Thanks, Jeff. Um, this is awesome. This is a huge crowd. I've never seen the School of Bach this busy. This is amazing. Um, okay, this is going to be a good one. This is not just a tasting. This is a battle. And so what that means is that we are going to determine a winner today of your favorite beer as brewed by the guys at Bose. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to taste each of the beers. Uh, and we're going to give each of the brewers a chance to talk about their beers. And then we're also going to give the other brewers a chance to talk about that beer as well. So that way everybody gets a chance to talk about each other's beers. And then we're going to come back and we're going to have some uh, closing remarks, law and order style. And then we are going to vote. Then we're going to vote. And you guys and girls are going to determine who wins the battle royale. You ready? Uh, this is going to be fun. Uh, okay, so... Yes. Not you. There's no time for questions. No time for questions. Boo! We need the brewers and the beers to speak for themselves. Uh, okay, so... Should we... I guess we'll start with the... Okay, so first one is the Berliner Weiss. Now this one 
Um, we just, can't actually start with that one because we only have uh, the Woodruff syrup version in. I think okay. we should start with that one. I think we should start yeah, with that. I don't think we should start with that one. <laughs> I was not told about this rule change. <laughs> we like to work our way up in quality. <laughs> What's the other one? Which is why mine is last. <laughs> Jay? Jay? Jay, what's the, the other beer? The, the one that's not the syruped one? Bog Hopper. This, excuse me? Oh. It's like Black Horse IPA. Who invited the science guy? Jay, is it the uh, Schwarzlander that's out right now? On the table? Black Horse, yeah, Schwarzlander is what's out. Let's start with that. Whatever you want to okay. So the first beer, the darker one in front of you, is the Schwarzwalder. I'll I'll read the description off of the, the publication and then we'll let the brewers talk about it. Uh, so so the Schwarzwalder is a German style black IPA at six point nine percent. this strong black IPA was brewed with German dark malts and an addition of dried sweet cherries. Schwarzwalder is black unfiltered and a perfect bittersweet blend as the cherry freeness mingles with the hops and roasted malt flavors. Dry hop with some Simcoe for a hint of pine. So we're going to start with Except not. Brian and Kevin, who uh, are going to talk about this beer. And uh, we'd like to know what your inspiration was. How did you design the beer? Just tell us a little bit about how it uh, came to be. Okay, uh, originally we had thought of doing a uh, German IPA, just doing a basic IPA with all German hops. And then uh, Kevin had suggested the name of Black Forest IPA because of the Black Forest in Germany. And so then we started thinking about doing a black IPA, and then I started thinking about uh, Black Forest Cake, which is a cherry chocolate cake. So we ended up doing a black IPA with all German hops uh, influenced our, uh, and also the addition of cherries to make it more like the cake. Um, and we en ended up not adding the Simcoe hops, uh, so it doesn't actually have what it says it has. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of false advertising from this team. I want everyone just to make a note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't control marketing. Uh, they control us. So. Yeah, so uh, the rest of the beers are garbage, but our beer is great. And uh, you should get some uh, like noble hop character from it, like some spicy uh, herbal notes and maybe a bit of woodsiness. Um, and then the, there's an underlying bit of cherry and chocolate in it from the malt as well. Um, oh, and we also added uh, wild cherry bark. So there's a bit of uh, a bit of a, a woodsy character, kind of a, a spicy cinnamon kind of note from the from the bark. Good, everybody. Uh... Give that man the ten thousand dollars. Oh, please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody that has that ten thousand dollars, you can just leave it at the back of the room. I'll like it apparently. Okay, we'll get we'll get some. Ten thousand dollars. Okay, so that's the that's the brewer's take. Is everybody? Most people have had a chance to try it. 
Still some? Back row? Back row? Okay. We need some of the, the beer in the back row when we get a chance. That is really good. Maybe raise your hand if you don't have that beer yet. Yeah. Oh, that, that's that whole row. Yeah, we need, some, we need some Black Forest in the back row, please. We can stop the competition right now. They're not really missing anything, are they? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Just delicious, delicious beer. So now I want to... I want to... Uh, I want to pass it on to the other guys on the team. Um, what does everybody else think about uh, this beer? I know the back row needs samples, but is there any way we can get samples? I never really wanted to try the beer before, so I figured I should get a, get a taste of it. It was so popular that we thought we've already run out of it. Or because you guys don't know how to brew and your yields are really low. No, uh, that would be uh, that would be the uh, that would be the uh, haters gonna hate. <laughs> Lowest yield. In I meant the to do that. Thank you. What? I meant to do that. <laughs> it was intentional. Yeah. Okay. Next. Anybody else have anything that they want to comment about the Black Forest? I mean, anything I would have to say is probably, um, you know, something positive about the beer, and I don't know if we're here to do that today. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> because it challenges my beer. Hey! Yeah, see, that's, that's the way to spin it into a positive. Even if I, I, honestly, if I were to say anything, I would say that uh, they did a good job of incorporating the German mindset behind a beer that's not very German because of the inclusion of the cherries. But German beer is known for being delicate and subtle and, and you know, American IPAs are big, bold, and brash. And so in, in the terms of doing a black IPA, in the German style, they really managed well to keep the bitterness, a flavorful bitterness, not over the top. And uh, I, I think it's a good, I actually think it's a good. It's beer. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did a good job of uh, Say Matt, whose team are you on? Did you switch teams? He was, he was trying to say it's okay. It's fine. Well, I think the alliance is here. Uh, so in summary, it's middling. I'm going to compliment everybody's beers, and I expect the same from everyone else. Okay. Um, I see some other beers. Is that the... Haters get Is that haters? No, you don't want the green one yet. Save the green one. I wouldn't even save it. Save the green. <laughs> just, just throw it. Yeah, is it St. Patrick's Day in there? It's actually, it's actually good luck if you throw it over your shoulder. <laughs> I hate you guys. Because this is the original. While the samples are being handed out, if it's possible for the. Uh, staff to bring some up for the brewers, that would be amazing. Yeah, and as much as you can. Okay, so I think the haters is, the haters is being passed out next. So let's go on to that one. So, haters gonna hate. So, again, the description of that one, it's a ice Kolsch, 8%. 
Uh, the Haters Gonna Hate is a tribute to the first batch of Lug Tread, which ended up partially frozen due to a faulty chiller. Eight years later, we recreated this happy accident with Haters Gonna Hate, an extra strong lagered ale that's ice concentrated and enhanced with some mildly catty Nelson Sovan hops. So, I'm gonna turn it over to Matt and Dave to talk a little bit about this beer. And uh, it'd be great to talk about the, the origin story as well, and then uh, about how it uh, came to uh, life again for a second time. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> Matt, Dave? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I won't. Um, so, yeah, basically, this is a bit commemorative in the sense that. Uh, it kind of alludes to the first beer that we ever brewed, where we did have a technical problem. The uh, circulation temperature of the glycol actually served to uh, freeze our first brew, and thereby uh, concentrate the beer. And this was really discovered after filtration, when the yield was extremely low. And I was wondering, where did it all go? So after filtration, uh, we opened up the fermenter and there was a huge cone of ice that was left behind. <laughs> and uh, so that's where it all went. Uh, it was, yeah, concentrated beer, not what I initially intended. It was uh, crunch time for us with the initial launch of our beer. Uh, so I was like very disappointed as a brewer with uh, that result. However, uh, Steve, you know, found merit in the beer and wanted to forge ahead with it and rebrand it essentially, just admit to our mistake. Uh, it was still, you know, a flavorful beer. It just wasn't what we intended. And then, way you know, eight years. to sell it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it was a mistake. I have to be honest about it. You feel the it, same you know, about version 2.0 or? <laughs> so, Steve, ever since that, he, he was so like gung-ho about our success at uh, Golden Taps that we got an award for it, despite the fact it was totally out of style. Um, he, he's always been keen on us recreating that mistake. So this time I did it on purpose. <laughs> Yeah, it took a long time. Okay, we're having refrigeration problems yet again. And so like, all I thought I was doing was giving this beer like an irreversible haze for a very long time. I thought we transferred it one time and there was no ice. And uh, I guess the other really important element in this beer is the fact that, uh, well, you can all see that I'm a cat lover. Uh, my, my favorite breed of cat is the Pinto. <laughs> We, um, <laughs> Killed it. Anyway, we have our uh, company mascot, uh, who's Orkin. Her name is Orkin, named after, you know, pet, pest control company. And uh, so she's part of my team. I was really happy to have her along. And um, I, I thought that... <laughs> Dave has thumbs, he just doesn't know how to use them. Um, yeah, anyway, so I thought it would be appropriate to give it a caddy inflection, so that's why we chose to use uh, Nelson Sylvain Hobbs. Okay, great. Anybody, anybody missing this one? I think it's being served in the back. Okay, working its way that way. 
We need to make sure to get a couple samples to the two people standing in the back wall. You can't miss them. Yeah, so, I mean, Nelson, the uh, Nelson Sauvain hop is named, is named such because it alludes to uh, Sauvignon Blanc, actually, and uh, a lot of, especially um, the Australian or New Zealand versions of that grape have a caddy or cat litter, cat litter kind of uh, aroma. So what Matt's trying to tell you is that he specifically tried to make a beer that tastes like cat litter. Just, just to clarify for everybody. I like um, wine too. So a lot, of, a lot of flavors going on in this beer right now. Uh, I want to open it up to uh, the other brewers. Um, what, do you guys, uh, what do you guys all think of this beer? Besides Tweety. Yes. Anybody? Anybody that's not Matt? Have any comments? No? It's okay. It's okay. I think it's a good beer. Uh, no, but uh, they really. Uh, it's because I'm the boss man. They're all pulling their punches. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't want to have to clean tanks for the next month, so I'm just gonna stop right now. Uh, but no, I think it's I think it's a good beer. They got the uh, the concentrated version of Lug Tread, and then added the like the caddy hoppiness, and it's it's almost like a, like a American Pale Ale version of of Lug Tread or an IPA version of Lug Tread. It's uh, it's, uh, it's pretty good, and it was uh, it was actually pretty amazing when we opened the fermenter. It had like six inches of ice just like crusted around the side of the fermenter. It actually looked pretty cool. Brian's willing to pass his phone around so everyone can see the picture. Yeah, if everyone wants to see the picture, uh, it'll be kind of small on this screen, but... Uh, don't, don't swipe left or right though, just only look at the picture. And, uh, I don't want to get any uh, criminal charges pressed against me, so... <laughs> Okay, so that's the uh, haters gonna hate ice kolsch. Um, I see. I think there's another one. Is that bog hop? Is the bog hopper? Is that one been served? Yeah. Oh god! Now we gotta talk about this one. Still coming. Looks like I don't know. Well, all right. Well, I think the bog hopper is still rolling out. She might do. Do we wanna? Do you wanna do the? <laughs> okay. Let's go. Does everybody have the the green one? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that one. Oh yeah, can we get some of the Berliner Weiss up? There's the no lime Kool-Aid up here. At the front, please. Oh, oh. <laughs> more of a lime, more of a lime cordial, really. Yeah. Some, uh, some of the Berliner Weiss? Up at the front? <laughs> Hi everybody, how you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm not a brewer. 
I am, in fact, the, the scientist at Bose. I, I've, I've been nicknamed uh, the science doctor, I believe is what they call me, right to my face. Not uh, an actual doctor. Not, not even close. If you uh, feel like having a heart attack, he won't help. I'm really interested to hear what Matt's going to say. His snarky comments have been wildly entertaining. Uh, I, has anyone tasted the Berliner Weiss so far? Can I get a hand, show of hands? Who, who hated it? Just put those hands up there if you... Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Matt, Matt, you liked it? Oh my goodness. Oh, I think we made four great beers here. I think that uh, it's just that obviously there's one that's better than the rest and that happens to be mine. <laughs> So, oh, okay, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll tell you which, which it is, the, uh, affectionately known as the green beer, but it is the Ich bin ein Berliner, Berliner Weiss, 3.5%. Ich bin ein Berliner is a tart, very dry, and sessionable, 3.5%, typical of the Berliner Weiss style. This pale, unfiltered beer has only a hint of hops and lively carbonation. Try this sour beer straight up, or balance with our traditional German syrups for a sweet and sour twist. So I think what's coming around, I think you've got one that has a syrup in it, yes. and then there's one sounds like that's coming around that is the non-syruped version. Is that correct? Straight. Unsaid. So the green one is with Woodruff syrup. Um, so Berliner Weiss, traditionally in Germany or specifically in Berlin, uh, is served with two different syrup varieties. There's a raspberry one, which will be coming around later. And the green one is uh, Woodruff, also known as like Waldenmeist. Uh, so the beer on its own is just starting to come around now as well. Uh, and if you try to order this in Germany straight up, they'll look at you like you're crazy. Uh, I was in Berlin, I would try to order it without syrup and they would kind of like not let me and kind of laugh at me. Uh, but I think it's better to try it just straight up first because uh, it's really tart, sour. It's a little more sour than a traditional Berliner Weiss. Like, we're kind of pushing the limit on sourness. But it's really interesting to try it with all three. Um, we'll talk a bit more about why we show that. So does everybody have the, at least the, the green version? Yeah? Yeah? Yes, Kevin? Question? Because I'm awesome. Question was what's making it sour? So the the kind of the idea behind the beer is that since I spend all day in the lab, I'm I'm spending all day in the lab. Since I spend all day on the patio. Yes, Matt, you do. But since I, I spend all day in the lab uh, doing the quality assurance, thinking about how I don't want lactic acid bacteria, we thought it would be a, a very unique twist to make a sour beer. So the souring is from lactic acid, which is... Lactobacillus. Yeah, which is, which is yeah, lactic acid bacteria, the same bacteria that you would find in yogurt, for example. Um, so, <laughs> we all want to know, actually. <laughs> so, so after, after studying years, I, no, I, I did. I did a food science degree at Dalhousie, and then I studied. Uh, 
And then, and then I did a, a wine biotechnology degree in South Africa. So that's kind of <laughs> so that's. So, uh, so he's really I, just I, trying to get people to work for him right now. I want to hear from the other guys on the on the panel. What do they uh, What do they think about uh, the Berliner Weiss? The rest of us don't need gimmicks to make our beer taste better. Oh. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a hallmark of a great brewer to eschew basic sanitary technique. <laughs> but we did it on purpose, and we're controlling it. On purpose. <laughs> Uh, one thing I will say about this beer, uh, I had the uh, the pre-syrup version in a bottle in Berlin, and it was like sickeningly sweet and really just gross. So like even like the way like he's done the the syrups here, it's more balanced, and it actually you like you get like a good combination of the syrupy sweetness and the tartness from the actual Berliner Weiss. So it actually melds together much better. It makes it taste better. So. I enjoy this a lot better than the ones I had in Berlin uh, that were had syrup in them. And Brian's really hoping that nobody in the audience is from Berlin right now. Sorry if you're from Berlin, but if you're from Berlin, I know you don't drink this beer because no one in Berlin drinks Berliner Weiss. <laughs> okay, so everybody's been able to have the Berliner Weiss? Yep? Not yet? Oh. Okay, it's coming around. Okay. So what, Debbie, has anyone tried both unsweetened and sweetened? And which one, did, who preferred the sweetened version? I think it might be a woman, Dave. And the unsweetened version? And the rest of you don't have hands, all right. <laughs> no, I refuse to believe that. I said preferred, not like. We'll, uh, we'll make sure that everybody can get the beers before we do the final vote. Okay, Bog Hopper. I think that's on the table. It's the one that looks like this. It's a, a little brown, a little hazy. You know that hater's gonna hate. It's the one in that, that one right there, yeah. The one in your left. No, you didn't. The one in your left. Does that taste spicy? So that one that he's holding up, a little bit darker, is the bog hopper. So I'll uh, I'll describe this one before we have the the brewers talk about it. So uh, the bog hopper oh, is. Oh, oh, oh. It's gonna get loud. <laughs> okay, the Bog Hopper is a Dunkel Hoppenweiss at 6.3%. This hoppy and hazy golden chestnut colored wheat beer was continuously hopped throughout the boil and made truly local with an addition of hand harvested sweet gale. Exciting aromas of banana, red licorice, and nutmeg meld with juicy fruity hops 
and a clove and earthy spiciness mid-palate. The finish is dry and woodsy. And so I would like to call on Matt and Jeff to talk about the Boghopper. Go ahead, Matt. Okay, so I, I think we've had all the beers. We're the last team to go. So first of all... We can get some Boghopper up here, actually. It'd be nice, so. Uh, can we get some bog hopper up here? No, we've already got we've already got bog hopper. Uh, first thing I'm gonna say actually is, I don't. is this is super fun, the battle royale and everything, and, and we're gonna trash talk each other's beers, and that's great. But I think that you know it's pretty awesome that we were given the opportunity to make four separate beers and go into four separate teams and produce four really awesome yeah. beers. That I think we're, we're actually all very proud of. Uh, and I think that's first and foremost. And, uh, and, and from now on, I'm going to continue to trash the other beers. Uh, Bog Hopper um, came to me in a dream. No, um, Bog Hopper came uh, from the idea that at, uh, at Bose we produced Bog Water. And at one time we made Bog Father, which was a stronger version of Bog Water. And um, for me, I always thought they were really, really amazing, very complex, interesting beers. And I had always thought, geez, would that ever be cool if it, if it really had a nice hop component as well? Because they're traditional gruets, they don't really have a hop component. Um, so the idea came about, and initially, uh, I thought that we might do it with a Saison yeast. Um, but for the Oktoberfest um, competition, they really wanted us to try and focus on some German styles. So I thought, well, you know, a vice beer yeast is actually quite fruity and quite clovey and spicy as well. So that's kind of how it morphed into there. And so all of a sudden we were making a dark, dark wheat beer with tons of hops <laughs> with the addition of bog myrtle. So it almost became this combination of both bog water and then, if everyone's tried it, wag the wolf. And kind of this combination. Yeah, for Wake the Wolf. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was really exciting. And, you know, like for us, for our team, it was a, a little bit, uh, uh, it was definitely a challenge because I'd never brewed on that brewing system before. And some of the guys on our team had never actually stepped onto a brewing system before. So we, we hammered it out and, uh, and we're really proud of the beer and we, we think it came out well. Um, in the early days after fermentation, we were all a little bit worried. And then this beer really kind of took shape and then we dry hopped it. And I think it's got a uh, wonderful complexity to it. And uh, hope you enjoy it. Thanks. I have little to add. Uh, Matt's being very modest. Uh, Matt's a very talented brewer, uh, used to work for King. If you've ever been to Beer Bistro or Baldo, you might have seen him serving you a drink as well. Um, uh, he's a super talented brewer that's uh, about to launch his own um, project uh, in, in, in Ottawa. And uh, we've been really fortunate to have him as part of our team. Um, and Matt, uh, his last day was two days ago. So a uh, big hand for Matt Tweedy. He's been a huge part of the brewing team here. So. This Here. is actually his last duty as a brewer at Bose. It's a lot. <laughs> He's done after this. Like, he's just gone. You go out on top, Ryan, and uh, that's the way to do it. So <laughs> We're really sad to see Matt go. So uh, cheers Shout to Matt. Out. You're going to hear a lot about Matt here uh, in Ottawa uh, in, the, in the next uh, few months. Uh, brewing some fantastic beers. And, and, and you know, you were brewing King Pilsner, which I think is, one, is the best Pilsner in Ontario. So it's a super talented brewer. So... Uh,
for uh, for me being a big. Uh, uh, anyways, <laughs> or Creamore after that post last night. Um, anyways, you guys see that? That's crazy. Oh man, just bad. Just look up uh, Creamore. Auto Oktoberfest on Facebook and look at look at the thread that happened. Uh, not cool. Anyways, uh, we're all very happy that all of you are here today, supporting a charitable yeah! event. Yeah! Cheers to you guys all. Cheers uh, to the audience. Apart from all that, it was just for me. I, I, at Bose, I, I buy all the ingredients that go into these wonderful beers that these guys create. So to work with Matt on this one was a thrill. I'm, I'm a gigantic beer geek. I'm, been around since Cass's early days on Bar Towel, and uh, so it was a real thrill to make this beer with them. And uh, if there is too many hops in this beer, it's my fault because every time Matt asked for a kilogram, I'd give him two and a half, uh, and then he asked for two, and I give him four. So, uh, so I'm the reason it's uh, a, a, a hoppy. Um, but it was a thrill to make, and it was really neat to see this one evolve. And uh, we're thrilled with how it turned out, uh, and I hope you guys are too. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Matt. Uh, I would like to hear from the other the other guys on the panel what they think about the Vaughopper. Um, now I made my bed. It was uh, an education <laughs> to me. I thought that this beer was uh, literally a, a hot mess to begin with. It wasn't uh, well temperated. We we're in the midst of the uh, refrigeration problem that I was referring to. And uh, I didn't really know what to expect as a final result, flavor-wise, because um, really it was super dry. Uh, the herb came out, but I, I couldn't really detect a lot of the uh, yeast character that was intended to be there. And then, I don't know, something magical happened right at the end. It was like... Uh, I'll never tell you what I did. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you're to credit for it, actually, Matt. But, <laughs> but it was like a lesson in uh, evolution of beer flavor. Like all of a sudden, like you know, the yeast character came out again, and uh, this really nice dry hop character as well. So I I thought it was amazing how it turned out. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, I just thought it's really great the way the uh, the bog myrtle and the Viking yeast played together. So like that spiciness from the the bog myrtle as well as the the clove character from the yeast. The way they just interact is, uh, and it makes it a great a great beer. time before we do the vote so I thought if uh, I thought we'd see if anybody has any questions they want to ask with beers we take a couple did everybody get the $50 envelope I sent you any? to vote to... Okay. just raise your hand if you didn't get the $50 there's I intercepted them all so there's some bog hopper needed down on the <laughs> second to last row. Okay, hopefully coming. Hopefully it's coming. Um, so, anybody have any questions while we get this? Yes. Shout. Any Abbey beers? Are we making any Abbey beers? 
Uh, we actually have a uh, Belgian triple coming out for New Year's Eve. No, we don't. 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 Never mind. Never mind. Okay, somebody stop Brian from speaking. Okay? <laughs> I haven't checked my email all week. Never mind. The, uh, that beer he's referring to will be out during February, where we do uh, a lot of different one-off beers. It won't exactly be a triple, but it's going to be... Put it this way, we have a lot of Pinot Grigio barrels in-house. It's going to be friggin' awesome. So check in in February for that beer. Uh, the question was, are we allowed to know what Matt's next step is? And that's up to Matt. Where you going for me? Uh, oh, Batman. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, where are you going? You can't leave. You can't leave. I'm going to um, <laughs> I will be starting a, a brew pub in Ottawa. But uh, this is not the forum for that conversation. So I'll, I'll say that much. What's the name of it? Sorry? A label. A label. Uh, Name. I I don't feel comfortable promoting this at this event. Uh, it, it will be called Tooth and Nail Brewing Company. Uh, uh, sorry, Matt, to put you on the spot. Uh, I know you can only say so much, but uh, yeah. whatever you want to say. No. Uh, yeah, we'll be starting Tooth Tooth and Nail Brewing Company. Will open in Ottawa. Thank you. I'm sure if you if you come up to Matt, you can talk more about it. So we brewed it with a blend of Saccharomyces and Lactobacillus. Uh, so the souring happened in the fermenter. And we didn't have quite enough time to let uh, all the souring take place because we were in a rush to get it ready for Oktoberfest. So it was tart, but not quite as sour. And then we added an addition of lactic acid as well to bring it to like the tart level it is right now. I don't know. <laughs> Talk to Dr. McScience over there. I did there. it by taste. Yeah, that's yeah. Dr. Science. I would say it tastes like a 3.8-ish. What's the pH of the final beer? 3.5, he said. He says 3.5, but we didn't actually measure it. We did it by taste at the end. I, I wouldn't believe it. I think the doctor's a bit of a charlatan. <laughs> it was, it was 4.2 before we added the extra... Lactic acid, so it's somewhere between three and four. <laughs> any, uh, anybody else have any questions for the guys? Sure, right there, in the back. Yeah, we do. We have a house yeast that we that we use for uh, most of our fermentations. It's uh, from White Labs. It's uh, WLP 029, which is the uh, German ale Kolsch yeast. And uh, yeah, like to be frank, to this day, 85% of our production is still lug shred. So that's a very important yeast strain for us to manage. But uh, occasionally we'll go into a seasonal period like we are in right now where we have like a lager yeast which is uh, providing our seasonal brands and then all the one-offs we're really right now just getting uh, pitchable quantities of 
and then repitching as necessary. But we have uh, the view to be able to uh, propagate in-house soon. Yeah, we're in the process of creating a, a yeast library. We usually have about five or six different strains in the brewery at a time. Uh, yes. Question around uh, yeah. organic certification and yeast. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> well, we're allowed to have up to 5% uh, non-organic material in our beer and still be certified organic. Excluding water. Exc excluding water. Um, but the yeast cannot be certified organic from other labs because it's a living, uh, living organism. Um, it's, and we put that into our recipe formulation as a very, very small amount because a lot of our beers are filtered. And even the non-filtered beers where it's not like 5% yeast because that would frankly be disgusting. <laughs> right here? question was around the length of time the cherry juice is in the beer for the first one. Uh, we actually had them in the brew house, so we, uh, we put them in buckets and rehydrated them, and then we threw, uh, they were in bags, and then we just threw the whole cherries into the, into the boil at the very end of it. And then uh, the buckets with the water, we dumped all that juice into the, into the boil as well. So it was, it was basically just in the brew house that we added the cherries. We didn't add any in the fermenter or anything. I'll, I'll add to that too as a guy that buys all the ingredients. Um, buying for competing teams was a bit of a struggle. Um, but uh, it, it, this all came together kind of last minute. And uh, you know we have established suppliers that are, have all their organic certification in place. And, and let's be honest, there's a lot of farmers that out there that, and, and producers that do organic but maybe they don't go to the next step and do the organic certification. Um, but not only do we really believe in organic certification, but you gotta have your paperwork in place. Like we have a full-time person that deals just in organic certification uh, at Bose. So when it came to cherries, we had the option of, of you know, easily getting these in a very short period of time with an existing supplier who constantly delivers us um, high quality organic ingredients. Uh, yes, dry, you know, fresh would have been ideal. The seasons didn't quite match up uh, when we made it. Uh, when we make it again, we'd like to use some, maybe some sour cherries. Uh, um, yeah, if we make it again. I mean, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, so that's some of the reasons, too, why we use that. Would, could we have used uh, fresh cherries? Absolutely. And we would have, you know, maybe even liked to. But I'm, I'm you know... I'm impartial on this, but I think it turned out really well with uh, and the way these talented crew used it uh, in this group. Liar. Two two questions. Go. Sure. Second question. That's a great. Well, boy, doesn't that lead into something? I will. I will address that question. <laughs> You're not even a plan. That was perfect. Thanks. So, so that's a great question. It was, are there any plans with these beers moving forward? And so, this is why I want to make sure everybody has had a chance to try the beers. Or you guys have a huge part to play in this. Who thing. has not tried anything yet? 
What's what are you missing in the back? The dark one. Oh, you don't want that one. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. You're not missing anything. <laughs> That's the haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. I think it was uh, Schwarzwalder actually. No, Schwarzwalder was. First. Unfortunately, was based he on these dark. That's all. I believe it's the cherry IP at the Schwarzlander that they're missing, and unfortunately, we are because of the sheer crowd here. We are out. I think we're out of that. There is some of that to try outside still at the fest, but we are out here, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Munich ten and the Dusseldorf <laughs> ten have the, the uh, Schwarzwalder. Yeah. Okay. All right, so here's why it's so important that everybody tries the beers and pays close attention to the closing remarks because we're getting down to the end here. That is because when we do the vote, you guys are going to decide one of these beers that is going to get a full production run as a Wild Oats series next year. So this isn't just a... Battle Royale in name only. That was this my suggestion. Serious business. So what we're going to do is we're going to have the brewers uh, just say some final words as we, before, as we get prepared for the vote. And to keep it fair, we're going to go in reverse order of the way that they were talked about. Just so that way it kind of balances out. How is that fair? It's fair. <laughs> Nothing's fair, guys. It's fair. And so, uh, so I'm just going to ask uh, the brewers to say like two minutes of um, last remarks about your beer. I'm gonna start with, and we're gonna start with Matt and Jeff on the uh, Go, Matt. the bog hopper, and then we're gonna do the vote. Okay, so, um, you know, Jeff and I and Adam and Bruce, the other two team members who may or may not be here, but uh, are on our team, uh, really believe that we've put something together here that's very clean tasting, very refreshing, got a dry bitterness, and is very complex and flavorful. And why wouldn't you want to see a collaboration beer in next year's Bose Oktoberfest four-pack? Yeah. We drank a lot of it last night when school closed here, and uh, uh, it went over really well. And uh, we're thrilled with the way this beer turned out, and I think it would be a, a great compliment to the Bose lineup. So uh, we'd appreciate your vote. Cheers. Okay. Next up is the Berliner Weiss. Final remarks. So I really like sour beers, and I don't think Ontario has enough sour beer. Um, I really want to push sour beers forward at Bose, and I need your help to get this going. <laughs> yeah, I, I just just to to add to what to to add to what Bryce said, uh, it's you have a really unique opportunity to have. Uh, extremely unique style of beer available for you and brewed locally and I think that's that would be a great thing. Alex, can you do everyone a favor? Can you just push your glasses in? Yeah. Like in the <laughs> just for everybody. There you I go. just want everyone to know that science is awesome. <laughs> okay, uh, next up. Next up is the haters gonna hate. Well, I think it's pretty obvious if, uh, if you're a cat lover, like I am, and if you like sports that involve cats, like polo, you should probably vote for this beer. And also, Ice Ice Baby. And uh, last final remarks uh, for the 
uh, Schwarzwalder. Yeah. If you don't vote for Schwarzwalder, the terrorists win. <laughs> but in all seriousness, uh, we just try to make a, uh, a subtle German-style IPA with a bit of cherries in it. Uh, terrorists have nothing to do with the beer at all, in all seriousness. You're supporting uh, education. Stop talking. Yeah, stop talking. To finish off on the note that these guys brought up, this is the best group of guys you can ever work with. I'm going to miss you guys. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I'll include Dr. McScience in that group too. Yeah, it's a pretty great testament to Bose that they will let their team free reign in the brew house and actually have that come into a production beer. Like that's that's a that's a family that does things the right way. So good on Bose and uh, having everybody be a part of this. So uh, one more thing. Uh, no, sir. <laughs> it's actually like kind of unique working at Bose. Um, you get a lot of opportunity to present recipe ideas, and it's not something that's seen across the industry. So it's actually great to work at Bose and like produce recipes and make beer and stuff. Even if you're not a brewer, even if you're not a brewer like Dr. McScience here. <laughs> okay. So on that note, uh, this is the moment of truth. We're gonna do the boat. Um, please put your hand up just for one beer, and we'll go through them one at a time. I'll try to do a count, but we may have to come back just in case it's close. So please vote for one only, and stick to it if we have to do a recount. So we're gonna we're gonna go in order of, of how we drank the beers or tasted the beers. So we're gonna start uh, the first beer. So vote for your favorite is the uh, Schwarzwalder. Um, Black Forest IPA. Woo! Yes. What are you talking about? Okay. Cass, Cass, just, yeah. I need to interject here. This could come down to one vote, and I will just let you know that one of those votes you just took was from a brewer on a team of that beer. So I need you to take one off. Just one, just one. If there's any foul play here, um, I think, uh, Bose grants me um, veto power, so this, is, this has got to be clean. I run the Golden Tap Awards, this is a serious business here. So we need this vote to represent the people. Okay, our second uh, vote. So if your favorite is the haters gonna hate, put your hands up.
Okay, next up, put your hand up if your favorite is the Berliner Weiss. And lastly, put your hand up if your favorite was the bog hopper.